What's going on, El Paso? You're listening to the Coldest Zone Podcast with your hosts, Ed Stansbury and Jason Flores. We're talking about all the top players, teams, and the coaches in the Sun City. You think you know, but you have no idea. Don't miss out on the behind-the-scenes talk of who's dominating on Friday Night Lights. Download the Coldest Zone Podcast on your favorite podcast application. Gia! Come on! Episode 11. Welcome, everybody, to the coldest zone. We are in season, Jay, for week one. Hey, I'm ready, dog. That fucking song was tight. Hey, dog, I got arthritis in my hips, man, my ankles, my feet, man. I'm battling the CTE issues, yo. Hey, I could suit up right now after hearing that, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, man. I'm ready, man. In season, let's get this bad boy going. Hey, so last week we had scrimmages going around uh, yeah. across the city. The teams are getting ready. We're finally here, man, after eight months of dealing with COVID-19. Dude, that's crazy how that we've gone through all this. But the good thing, like you said, man, we are back. We're back on the field and we're less than one week away, man. Yeah, man. And and you know, the the coast isn't clear. Not not yet, right? Yeah. You know, last week, Irvin High School, our alma mater, they had to cancel their first two games, right? I, right. I believe against uh Hanks or yeah, the, and, the first one is Bel Air. Bel Air and then Hanks, yeah. So they they had an outbreak yeah. there at Irvin High School and, and Maria Kennedy and, and, and David Cervantes, the the ADs there for EPISD had to shut uh, the Rockets down for the first two weeks so they can be healthy and they can be cleared. And hopefully at the end of October, they're good to go and get the green light and can continue with the season. But that's going to be you're going to we're going to have to hold our breath through these first couple of weeks. Right. Because right. every school right. is, is going to be in jeopardy uh, of the same thing that Irvin's going through. And, you know, that's a lot of pressure on on the head coaches. That's a lot of pressure on the players the parents, the teams as a whole, right? Dude, it's a lot of pressure on, if I'm not mistaken, I think the trainers are the ones that are checking temperatures before the kids enter the field. You know, that information that's being transferred, that has got to be 
on the dot. I mean, it's critical, right? Yeah, because sure. we're not dealing with the NFL who can test players every day, right? Right. Some of these Division One programs like Alabama, these guys can test like mul- multiple times a week. There's just no funding for that at the high school level. Right. So we're going off if anybody has symptoms. And typically, I mean, if you have a fever over 100.4, You've got to sit out. Right. I mean, that's what you do at your job, yeah, at exactly. Magellan, right? Exactly. Like, you, you're checking temperatures with... Like, you don't enter the field. You should not be entering the field yeah. if you have a temperature over 100.4. Yeah. So, so, so we, we can't exhale just yet, right? But the season is here. It is a go. This is what we have talked about for the last 11 weeks on the coldest zone. It's let's at least have a season, the opportunity to get these kids out here that have been busting their butt for the last eight months. No spring football, no legitimate offseason program, right? These guys were doing things on their own, but we're here and it's time. Yeah, less than seven days away, like I said. I can't, man, and I cross my fingers, man. I hope no other school has the same issue as Urban. I hope nobody's first week or second week or even third week gets canceled because of this. Yeah, man, so we got the green light, and let's go, man. And, let's you know, Jay, hey, with me, with you, you know, you my boy, dog. There's only one speed, man, and that's full speed. So let's get it, dude. <laughs> let's get hey, it, talking about the scrimmages last week, this is the first time these guys, I'm sure they're sick of practice. You know, when you're practicing against each other for two, three, four weeks, right, you get sick of going up against your own teammates. Right. So to finally get out on the field and have a scrimmage against another a team, another opponent, man, you just want to go out there and let loose and there were some teams maybe not showing everything right no you don't want to do that come scrimmage time but what you want to do is get your feet under you you want to make sure that you're somewhat in football shape at this time yes and and one of the teams i want to talk about jay because i don't know i think it was episode five or six Mm -hmm. and we were talking about a 6a school over here on the west side franklin Mm -hmm. high school had some decisions to make right they got a young Shay Smith, a freshman <laughs> quarterback who balled right, out right. at Brown Middle School the last couple of years. And I talked about, yo, get this dude in, get his feet wet. Yo, Shay Smith at Franklin High School, Coach Walker, offensive coordinator Ruben Torres, threw him in to the fire. Okay. Okay. Against Canatillo, right? A strong Canatillo. We've been hyping Canatillo up the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I mean, they, hey, 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 listen. Hey, no, no. Let let me finish. Give me the stage, (laughs) man. Give me the stage. Young Shea Smith went out there and granted, yes, it was a scrimmage, a controlled environment, right? Right. Situations. They had a couple of live periods, but, but my boy Shea Smith. Went out there and had three touchdowns, dog. That's – can I get some validation, please, from – I mean, that's all I want, man. Listen, I told you – listen, let's go back a little bit. Let's go back a little bit. <laughs> hey, hey. Now, listen now. Hey, listen, this, was, this was a month and a half. This, I was calling the <laughs> shots before I think Coach Walker even knew what, what they had there at the program, man. So give me a little, give me a little respect. Put some respect on my name, listen, man. Listen, listen, listen <laughs> to what I'm going to I never knocked Shea Smith. I like Shea Smith. Has a, he comes from a great bloodline, mom and dad's side, obviously, and right. his uncle. They got, hey, good. But listen, Bird 
is not going to play the first few games, if I'm not mistaken, due to some injury. And Shea has done exactly what we thought Shea was going to do. When his number was called, he was going to step up. Well, I, I told you, and, and oh, you know, it, it, I think you need to go back and listen to episode six, man. But Shea Smith, with what he did in a scrimmage, if that carries over to week one, right? You know who week one uh, of Franklin's playing? Yeah, we'll get into that later. Hey, <laughs> don't jump the gun, man. Don't jump the gun. <laughs> But I like that Coach Walker is is getting him, getting him those reps right, right, and 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 busting that freshman bubble, and and getting and getting that experience early on. So it was just good to see that. You know, we look at some of the other scrimmages that were going around town. Burgess going up against East Lake. That that would that should have been a good scrimmage. Hey, let me tell you, I would have paid money for that one. I'll yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. If and everybody would would have played, I would have paid money for that one. Yeah, so you know, in, in talking to to people that were there watching the scrimmage, there was no scores uh in that game, which was surprising to me at first glance because you know, we've hyped up Orion Olivas. Right. He's our number one quarterback coming into the twenty twenty season. And when we dug a little deeper and found out what was going on, Orion was moving the ball successfully mm-hmm. throughout the scrimmage. And, uh, you know, they just didn't put it in the end zone in, in the scrimmage format. But there's so many different factors that come into a scrimmage, right? Like right. you got a certain amount of plays and if you're in the red zone and you're at your last play and that's it, you switch sides and, 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 and flip-flop. But, you know... One thing that really stood out for me because Jay, like, there was a lot of th- a lot of bu- bells and a lot of buzzing going on mm-hmm. right last week because we had heard Nick Saban, the great Nick Saban, Alabama Nick Saban, Alabama Nick Saban, yes sir, was coming into town to see his boy Tavoris hey. Jones, and Tavoris Tavoris didn't even play play in the scrimmage. And, you know, we don't know why that was. Maybe Coach Rutledge is just holding them off for week one. I can tell you right now. <laughs> he probably got a call from Nick Saban and said, hey, I ain't going to make it, so don't play. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, hey, but but when you think about it, man, like, because, like, people were tripping out, right? Like, damn, Nick Saban in El Paso. Yeah, the Nick Saban. Absolutely, But, man. hey, if I'm if I'm online and I'm, I'm looking for a Maserati or – I'm looking for a Bentley or a Rolls Royce mm-hmm. and you know I'm going to the Rolls Royce and Bentley website and I'm like, "Ooh, yeah. I like this. Right, Let me put right, this in my right. cart, right?" Okay. At the end of the day, Jay, I need to see that car in person. You need to test drive that bad boy. I want to sit in. I want to put that seatbelt on. I want to see the flashing lights in the Rolls Royce on the roof. You want to see what all I want to pull that umbrella out of the door. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) And, and, and it didn't happen this last week, but I granted and I guarantee Nick Saban will be in El Paso to see DeForest live and in person. That's just how it has to happen, man. They want to see what they are essentially buying, what they are investing in with DeForest Jones and that offer that they made him this summer. And so expect Nick Saban to be here at some point this year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the best thing to probably do is see when Alabama has a buy. Yeah. Or see when he's close to Texas. Yeah, man. There's no doubt he will be in El Paso. He wants to see what all this hype's about. Hey, you think, think about Nick all Sa- the talented 
all the talented players that he has to go through. Hey, you know, I sat down and, and I was in, Nick Saban called me in the, into his office. The the Miami Dolphins had brought me into to a camp, right? You remember that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was sitting face to face with Nick Saban, and this is this is a story that I'll tell later on, right? Because we don't okay. have the time. Okay. And I don't want to get pissed off in here, but I got a lot of I got some anger built up with Nick Saban. Hey, he promised me the world, Jack. <laughs> Let that man be, man. And you know, after that meeting with Nick Saban and 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 what happened, and I will I will address it in a future episode but that is what ultimately after four or five years uh you know trying to make a career in the nfl i finally i finally called my agent after that and said yo uh, i'm done man i'm done with it. i'm done with the nfl <laughs> and it was all nick saving dog come on man it was dog come on. and he ain't even last in the nfl i think i was in the nfl longer than nick saving <laughs> yeah. i tell you what he's got some national championships on him man he's all right yeah so uh some other scrimmages around town riverside showing up Against Hanks, man. Hopefully we could get some film on these. But Riverside, I heard the word we got, Jay, was that Riverside was victorious in that scrimmage. Hey, listen, why are you so hyped up and, like, granting Riverside, dog? Like, you picked Clint over Riverside, didn't you? Yeah, I so did. So you're going to tell me if Riverside takes it to Hanks in this scrimmage, let's say first 20 plays. Okay. Realistically, starters are playing first 20, right? Okay. At, at least. I so did about you're three the, or four plays, and then I was out. And you ain't my gold shoes. That's right? bullshit. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. so you're gonna tell me if Riverside takes it to Hanks, you don't think they're gonna be able to take it to Clint? Nah, man. Oh. Coach Martinez. Oh my God! Here we go. The players out at Clint, they ain't gonna. They they they're not gonna let it happen, man. As strong as Riverside would be, and a, I mean that opened my eyes. That raised my eyebrows you to hear. You sound like one of the Mike Tyson um, opponents. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good until you get hit in the mouth, and all of a sudden the game changes. But no, anyway. no, no, no. But it, it it is exciting, man. And and you know, you know, it's just so many different scrimmages that that went on. El Paso High. Yeah, El Paso High, man. They Looking good, good with, with Coach Aguilar, you know. And, and, Jay, there's a lot of teams that we haven't talked about. You know, Eastwood opted to not have a scrimmage. They're just going to jump right into to uh, district play or, or to the real that? games. Hold on, hold on. That's, what do you think about that? Do you think it was important for, for Eastwood to get out there and compete against another team right now? I don't know. Maybe that's part of the strategy from Coach Julio Lopez okay. is to not show what he has because we don't know, right? We know about Martinez. Mm-hmm. Andrew Martinez stepped in when Castaneda got hurt last year and did a great job. Right. We've talked about it in previous episodes, but who are those other weapons? We got a lot of heat on social media on our Instagram account mm-hmm. talking about we got a bunch of seniors coming back from Eastwood. Yeah. So maybe they're keeping them a secret and maybe <laughs> maybe on week one, we're going to find out who those seniors are. But every single one of them needs to step up because they're going into six eight like we talked about and they better be ready. Hey, speaking of six eight, man, America's. If I'm not mistaken, I think they were in the Northeast, man. They were out there scrimmaging against Parkland. Yeah, and I think this was like a like a underwhelming a scrimmage, right? Maybe like, you know, Coach Melton was able to go out there and do what he needed to do. Right. Coach France was very thankful that the scrimmage happened, you know, from his tweets that he put out on social media. So, like, you know, like we we don't know. We're, we don't know one way or the other. 
who's going to show up for Parkland, right? Right. If Aaron Dumas is going to have an offensive line, that's going to help him out this mm-hmm. year, something that you brought up in a previous episode. So, you know, like that. And that's that's par for a scrimmage, right? Right. You don't want to show everything you got. Correct. Right? You right. just want to get them out there in some live action. You want to get their legs on Some them. live yeah. contact. See yeah. if guys are executing, making their blocks. If a guy is supposed to reach a nine technique, you want to make sure that he gets his hat on the outside and makes that block. If a guy's supposed to keep containment, you want to make sure. Those are the type of things that you're looking for in a scrimmage. But week one, man, it's a full go, right? Because these guys don't have any other option. They're, they don't have three games to warm up it's go time now so i'm excited about that but jay episode 11 hey we got our in-season format right we're going to be talking about these matchups and as we go on and we're going to talk about it we're going to have our little what are we going to call our 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 little game that we're doing with top view and prep one uh and be the best and colder zone so thank you god hey listen to this listen over a thousand new downloads and subscribes mm. in seven days, Jay. In mm. seven days, we're at 4,500 downloads and subscribes. Coldest Zone subscribers, our audience. I love you guys, man. <laughs> I'm telling sure. you right now. For sure. I want to buy you a drink. If you see me out, I'm going to buy you a drink. Double on the rocks, whatever you want it, you call it. Let's make it happen. But thank you guys so much. This is episode 11. We're in season. It's game time, Jay. Let's go. Let's go. Gia. Episode 11, 915 Showcase. Jay, we're in season. We're going to kick this off with our 915 Showcase Top 5 Week 1 Predictions. Our top five matchups around the city, right? Yeah. And there's a lot of action going on, but yo, we're, we're on limited time, bro. Hey, so let me tell you, man. So we're going to change it up a little bit. We got some... We got some good friends involved, man. Some homies involved with this. Yes. So, Damn. you know, we got this, you know, so we decided to do a little friendly wager, right? Hey, we're ESPN El Paso, right? <laughs> we're a little bit better stuff. Hey, I, hey, I'm Michael Strahan. Michael Strahan on uh, ESPN? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I put this gap in my tooth, dog. Yo, I'm Michael Strahan El Paso all the way, man. Hey, man, let's go ahead and get into the night. Like I said, <laughs> yeah. 915 Showcase Top 5. Matches for week one man so hey check this out man we got with our brothers man our friends top view fitness be the best prep one and of course me and you man the colder zone zone. yes we're gonna do our top five picks every week hey a lot of people in this city are scared to make these predictions right let's get it hey let's jump into this and create that excitement right yeah for sure dude i mean why not Yes, dude. We got to make this season exciting. 
And what a way to do it, man. We got our boys over at Top View Fitness, Robert uh, Godinez, Joseph Iglesias. We got Be The Best, Jimmy Mack, my former teammate we had on, on a previous episode. Mm-hmm. And then the king of social media, <laughs> powered by Prep One, Jesse Tovar and the crew. We're all putting in our picks. The picks are in, Jay. And Ooh. let's go over who our top five matchups are for week one. For sure. So let's go ahead and go over the matchups like you said, man. Let's start at Eastwood High School, man. Week one, Hanks Knights taking on the Eastwood Troopers, dog. Yo, that is an old school rivalry, old bro. Old school rivalry, dog. Old school. Almost like the Battle of Helmet, Battle of Lee Trevino. Hey, Battle you of the East saying? Side back in the day, right? Yeah, for sure. And, you know, you got Julio Lopez, who we talked about in the warm-up, man. They, they opted out of the scrimmage, right? So this is going to be their first action week one. Against Hanks, who struggled in their scrimmage against Riverside. Mm-hmm. So, Jay, let's go through the list, man. Who you got? So, listen, man. Let me go ahead and break it down just a little bit. Hanks comes in with their veteran quarterback, Aaron yes. Molina. Yes. Um, we talked about it in episode six. Great team, great coach. Built for tough player Built of the week last year. Player. Yeah, yeah. But all that, all that is last year. One of stuff. our top five returning players. Mm-hmm. Can he get it done? Does he have the weapons? Is our question right? That is a big question. And maybe they struggled in that scrimmage, or maybe Coach Blair wasn't showing what they had. And maybe that's why Eastwood didn't want a scrimmage either. Yeah, so let's go through the list with all the fellas who their picks were, who our picks were with Eastwood, the rivalry, Eastwood versus the Hanks Knights. Okay, so let's start with Top View Fitness. We got with Joseph and Robert, and their their pick is Eastwood High School. Yes, I like that. Okay, and be the best. Jimmy Mack, We've got Jimmy McClain, former NFL player. He's rolling with Eastwood as well, man. Let's see who prep one. Jesse Tovar, he's going with the Troopers as well. Man. All right, man. Eastwood and the big question, man. Prep one rolling with the Eastwood Troopers. Troopers, man. Troop Nation, Bobby Culler. Stand up, baby. Mr. Aguilar out there. OG's in the house. And then who we who we rolling with, man? Coldest Zone. We're going to go with the Eastwood Troopers, dog. God, so it's a unanimous decision. Eastwood is going to win this game against Hanks. I think they are, man. So listen, they the the Eastwood Troopers told us themselves. They have a squad coming back. They have a lot of starters coming back on both sides of the ball. They have a young quarterback, but I leave it all up to Julio Lopez to put him in the best position possible. So they could succeed week one. I don't see, I, I don't see Aaron Molina going out without a fight, man. And 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 he's going to do everything in his power mm-hmm. to make this a competitive game. But as far as the panel for the top five week one, the number five game, we're going, we're rolling with Eastwood. It's a unanimous decision with the Troopers. Absolutely, man. So let's go ahead and go to game number two. We got the Del Valle Conquistadors. Going against the America's Trailblazers, man. Hey, Rudy Contreras, man. What he's been in. This is going to be his second or third season there. Yeah. At Del Valle taking over the Jesse Perales. Mm-hmm. Let me History. Tell you. Yeah, for sure. So let me tell you 
I predict that Joel Serrano to be the leading rusher. Yeah, man. This year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do think you're heavy on that that ranch water <laughs> <laughs> that, that episode, man. Listen. Joel Serrano, Jay, Jason Flores of Nine One Five Showcase <laughs> predicted Joel Serrano, who is a great running back, to yeah, be the number is, one man. running back, the number one rusher in the city in 2020. Jay, own it. Let me tell you, man. Own it. Li- Listen, I like Joel Serrano. I just don't like him against America's defense right now. Yeah, because you got my boy <laughs> Dylan Kemp in his senior campaign uh, about to do some damage, man. I was kind of referring a little more to the Nah, 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 nah. You ain't backing out of that, man. You know what I'm Own saying? it. Own up to it. Joel Serrano, we know. We've seen his film. He is a legit running back, right? Yeah, for sure. Is he the number one rusher coming back in 2020? He could be. Uh, in, in my expertise, man, I don't think so, man. Maybe number three, which is great. Great, man, which is great uh, for him. But Del Valle going up against a tough America's team. America's, there's no question marks on the defensive side of the ball. Their question mark is going to be on the offensive line. Can they get it done? Can they create that space? Can they make those blocks for our boy Aaron Dumas going into his senior season this year? UNM commit. Can he get it done? America's too much power for Del Valle. I'm going with America's. The coldest zone is going with America's. Who does the panel have uh, for for this matchup? So let's go with Top View Fitness. They have chosen the America's Trailblazers, man. As they should. Absolutely. Let's go with Be the Best, uh, Jimmy Mack. America's Trailblazers as well, man. As he should. He knows football. Prep one, Jesse Tovar, he has selected the America's Trailblazers. Another unanimous hey, decision. So we're all on the same page. Listen, yes, man. I like Joel Serrano. I don't like him against a big 6A school like America's. They have they are stacked on the defensive side, like you said. It's going to be a tough match for that team. And I think America's will go ahead and gain some confidence from this game Going into week two. Yeah, for, for, for Rudy Contreras and Del Valle, the conquistadores, if they can keep it competitive, that's the momentum they need to take into week two. But there's just going to be too much power with, with the Trailblazers and Patrick Melton going into week one with this matchup. Who's our third matchup this week, Jay? Let's go with, this is going to be out in the Northeast, man. Eastlake versus Parkland, man. What a fantastic Week one, dude. Yes. Lake versus Parkland. Yes, this this has a potential. We talked about episode 10, some of the games of the week that we thought about. Yeah. This could easily be uh, a game of the week with Eastlake going up against the Parkland Matadors and Jay. I mean, it's no secret for us, man. You know, Parkland took on who they take on. Uh, America's in their scrimmage. Yeah. We talked about it earlier. But we don't know who's going to be the signal caller. You know, they have obviously have a guy in place. We don't know his name. We don't know what he can do. He obviously doesn't have experience taking snaps at the varsity level. But that's going to be the big question mark. Are they going to be able to implement Coach France's passing attack that he's relied on Gabe Herrera in the last couple of years? And with Eastlake coming in, Orion Olivas, that's our guy. That's our boy. Yeah, for sure. Hey, so, did you see that pic of him on Twitter? I did. He got that Samoan armband going on. Hey, if he's got the belief, baby, I'm all hey, for it. Hey, man, hey, as, as a Samoan, 
I give him full validation. He has the power, the <laughs> mana, the, the spirit mana. to go out there and use that. So Orion Olivas and East Lake, we as the Colder Zone have East Lake over Parkland in Ooh, week one. Absolutely. Let's see what top views got, man. Top few, they're going with East Lake as well. Damn, man. man. How about Jimmy Mack and be the best? He's got East Lake, the East Lake Falcons as well. Don't tell me we're unanimous again, man. Oh man, Prep One, East Lake High School, man. Again, so everybody else is on the same page as us, right? Dude, the Matadors. I hope you guys. Hey, pissed. they've they've been a powerhouse hey, the last couple of years. I hope you're pissed off right now. If you don't like that, go out there and prove us wrong, man. Hey, prove us wrong or prove us right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to go out there. Your quarterback is not known right now. You do have weapons. You got Ford out there. You got a good running game. You got a good, uh, actually a good selection. No, um, no, no, no. They put out some players, man. Yeah, hey, Parkland's sure. been, they got a D tackle, man. He, this dude's my size, man. Like 6'3", 240, 250. Hey, you know what I'm saying, yeah, man. I hey. got you. Good size, But, uh, you know, we will, we will know these names very soon, but this is... Is, this is East Lake's game to lose. It looks like from the whole panel. Yeah, for sure. So let's go ahead and move into the, our to our next game: Ganatheo versus Austin, dude. Yeah, we hey, we went we Ooh. went in depth with this in episode ten. If you missed out on that, download episode ten of the Coldest Zone. We broke this matchup down, and Ganatheo. Hey, so in the scrimmage against Franklin last week. Our boy, LJ Martin, we broke down his huddle film last week, right? Mm-hmm. He was at the quarterback position like we predicted. Exactly. Right? Are there some some cobwebs to dust off? Is there some learning a learning curve to go? Hey, let me tell you, this is not really the game that you want to start learning. You've got a veteran, a season three-year starters at Austin right now, dude. Yeah. That is a tough team, and that's three-year starters on both sides of that ball. Yeah, man. Yeah, so so maybe this isn't the game that Canateo makes their breakthrough, but from talking to people that were at that Canateo-Franklin scrimmage, Canateo's defense is legit. Yeah. Okay, right? And if LJ Martin can grow and mature into that quarterback position. If he can make some plays. The earlier he gets that done, if he he has the ability to use his arm and get the ball downfield to the weapons he has at wide receiver, Canateo is what we talked about they're going to be this year in 2020. Now, for week one, I don't see that happening. Austin is coming in. Coach Coach, Coach Pachardo in Austin, our boys, Will Rodriguez III, with a starter. Mm-hmm. These guys are three-year starters. Yeah. They're seniors. They're leaders. They are going to go out there and, I, hey, we're going with Austin on this, right? Yeah, Colder Zone's going with Austin. All right, so we going with Austin. Who, do, who, uh, who does the rest of the panel have? So let's go with Prep 1, man. Jesse Tovar, he's got the Austin Panthers Ooh, as well. Ooh, okay. Okay, Jesse. Okay, let's go with Jimmy Mack. Be the best. He's selecting... The Austin Panthers. Oh, wow. Dude, look at this. And to top it off, the top view fitness dudes, 
My boys, man, they're going with Austin High School as well. Another unanimous Dude, decision, that, dog. Hey, that could go either way, man. You know, I'm second think. I'm you know, I'm kind of second guessing. Golly, dude. Hey, that I give you a dude as president of the El Paso Athletic Hall of Fame. <laughs> I'm giving you authority to override that decision with Austin for Canetillo if you so choose. <laughs> Let me tell you, man, if this was week two, I would go with Canetillo. So we're rolling with Austin. Let's go with Austin. All right, Coach Pichardo. Hey, Coach Pichardo. Eagles is killing me, though. Eagles is killing me, man. Prove us right or prove prove us wrong. No, hey, this is a tough one, man, and we're going to have tough decisions. These are our top five matchups for week one. Canateo is no slouch. It's all going to be dependent on LJ Martin, the guy you want. With the ball in his hands, right? Oh, my goodness. The sooner he can learn how to throw the ball downfield, they're going to be dangerous, dude. Yeah, he's got to make sure to gain his poise, take over that offense, control it, make some plays, and then he'll get that ball going. I do see Conathiel really rolling probably game three and on, man. I think it's going to take him a little bit. Best of luck to both Canetillo and Austin. That's one of the games. That's a Thursday game this week, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, so good luck to both of you guys. Good luck to all the teams. And Jay, last but not least, our top five, the number one. This is our game of the week, man. Let's go. Who we got? We got the Montwood Rams, man. They're taking on the Burgess Mustangs. Hey, so Dylan Kemp at America's High School. I don't mean to segue into something else. Dylan Kemp is our best defender, defense alignment in the city, right? Maybe in the region, maybe in the state. Top ranked in the nation, right? But the Montwood Rams, Coach Fama Ligi, Coach Fama the Uso, Mm -hmm. they have the best defensive front in the city. Dang, dude. Yes, you heard it here. Dang. Montwood, you want your pay? You want your due? You want your respect? I just gave it to you. Show me something. Going down to 5A against Burgess, who we here are trying to put an offensive line together for our boy Tavoris Jones yeah. and Nick Saban. that's stupid that is that's a tough matchup man dude golly i hate i hate to pick this right now dude because i really really see montwood finishing close to the top uh one or two in uh, district 16a at the end of the year they are such a sound phenomenal both sides of the ball team. Nah, 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 not yet. They got to show us what they got on offense. Defensive line, defensive front, yes. They, they, they've they earned that respect going into the season. Right. Offensively, right. we don't know what they have, right? Burgess, that defense is stacked. And that I think that defense stacked, can take on whatever yes. Montwood throws together, man. Uh, it's like the chorizo and the descada. You throw a little bacon in there. They're trying to throw <laughs> all kind of stuff. In the thing. That's but, good as hell. Too. <laughs> all right, so we got Montwood at Burgess, man. Let's go with Top View. Let's see who the boys selected from Top View. So, so we got the Top View boys. They're gonna go with. The Mustangs, Ooh. dog. They're going to go with Burgess. Going with the 5A school. Okay, I like it. All right, let's see who be the best Jimmy Mack, man. 
He's going with the Rams. Ooh, yo. okay. Hey, I'm hey, sure. I'm sure he's way, training man. a bunch of those guys out there at the Montwood Rams, dude. Hey, either way, man. That and is, he has firsthand a, experience, firsthand knowledge. If he is for sure, man. That's a good selection. Prep one, Jesse Tovar. He's going with the Mustangs, dog. Hey. Burgess. Flashing lights, lights, lights. <laughs> <laughs> you and I. We got to go with Burgess, dog. I think I'm rolling team. with Tavoris Jones, man. Yeah. This is the best athlete that El Paso has seen since Aaron Jones, man. Yeah. And, yo, I said it last year on overtime. If you got Jones on the back of your jersey and you go to Burgess High School, <laughs> dude, you are a baller, man. Yeah. He can take on the load so of that whole team. Let's look at this, E. So, we just like you mentioned, Burgess – is trying to find that offensive line, right? That's, right. That's the word out there right, right now. But they're going against the probably, like you mentioned, I don't know if I agree, the best defensive lineman in the city or best defensive forefront, man. Okay, so let me put my, my coach's cap on. Okay. Right? Because I could step into any program right now and call the shots. I just, just go with it. If I'm Coach Rutledge, you know? Okay. And I have any doubt in my offensive line. Okay. I'm putting Tavoris Jones in space. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to tackle him in the open air, which, dog, I'm just telling you right now, I don't care what kind of defensive front you got. You put Tavoris Jones in open space, and it's game over. This dude will shake you in a telephone booth. Game over. Yes. Flip, 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 flip. flip. Flip, game yes. over. And that's why we're going with Burgess, dude. Because Tavoris Jones is just too much for any defense here in El Paso. Tavoris Jones six is 6A, going- 5A, 4A, 3A, private school, independent, YMCA, city league. <laughs> <Stupid>. <laughs> Tavoris Jones is too much, Jay. Hey, he's going to do his thing on the offensive side. But I think what's going to really make a difference is Alec Marenko on the defensive side. And that whole defensive, from the defensive line to the defensive backs, they're going to make, hey, they're going to put their stamp. Time out, time out, time out, time out. Did you see that picture that Prep One put out? Yeah, he made me go hit the gym a little bit after that. Hey, Alec Marenko, this dude look like the rock out there. <laughs> he is swole, man, and and I heard he is nasty, dude. Hey, I heard, yeah, yeah, I heard the same thing. I heard Hey, he so like episode 12, Friday. let's break down because I got a couple of huddle accounts from guys on the defensive side uh, of Burgess Mustangs, and let's break down Alec Marenko. Let's break down some of those other defenders, some of that defensive line yeah. to show how good – that defense at Burgess really is. Dude, let's break down this game. Come come episode 12, I want to see this Burgess-Montwood game. Yeah, so that's a beautiful thing. Now that we're in our in-season format, Jay, with the coldest zone, we have the opportunity. This is week one, right? So we can do the predictions, right? Mm-hmm. And then week two, episode 12 of the coldest zone, we'll be able to go back and talk about Week one, and who are the teams that proved us right, and who are the teams that proved us wrong, and why they did it? And we'll talk about all of those things, all of those players that are going to come to light in this 2020 COVID season here in the Sun City. Yeah, for sure. So, not only that, but we'll also get into the top five performers 
for that week as well for the yeah man so that, yeah yeah we got so many so much more i'm gonna have my stansbury certified guys you know i'm gonna i'm gonna put it out we I, i've been working with prep one i have a new graphic for the stansbury certified fellas and i'm gonna be putting that out week one but we're gonna be talking about the guys that were certified last year the guys that are certified this year we're gonna drop that here on the coldest zone j and 915 showcase live you're gonna be talking about some of these matchups more in depth more in detail and then our top five matchups for week one for week two week three in our panel man with top view fitness be the best prep one in the coldest zone we got it all covered if you love high school football here in texas here in the sun city you were in the right place this is ed stansbury and jason flores with the coldest zone thank you guys so much that's our 915 showcase segment our top five matchups for week one let's get it gia yeah. oh, 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 With our world experiencing hate and violence, to demonstrate the love of Christ is a direction towards being Christ-like. After cultivating relationships, and once coaches and athletes come in faith in Christ, we want to equip them with Christ-centered training, events, resources, and ongoing support in what it means to be a follower of Christ. Growing in God's word and applying it to life. Joe Hankins, the new El Paso Regional Director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. He has a goal. He wants to create huddle groups in every high school in El Paso County. And in order to have a huddle group in every school, we need a coach sponsor. If you are a coach in one of our schools in El Paso County, please reach out to Joe Hankins, FCA Regional Director, the new regional director give him a call 915-328-6847 coaches and athletes will demonstrate a steadfast commitment to jesus christ through integrity serving teamwork and excellence give him a call joe hankins the new el paso regional director for fca 915-328-6847 Episode 11, we are in season officially, bro. Dog, I'm so ready, man. I'm ready, dog. Hey, so there's so much going on, right, Jay? Like, we're in season and things are moving. 
Things are going fast, right? You got 915 Showcase Live. Yeah, so we're going to be live on Facebook every Friday at 7 p.m. Yeah, that's prep, well, through the in. Prep One account yeah, on Facebook. Power by, yeah, Power by Prep One. The 915 Showcase account. Yep. You and Joseph Vasquez, you're going to be going live talking about the games that are going on that night, right? Yeah, so we're going to try to break down as many games as we can, like I mentioned before. And then we'll talk about our top five performers. And then, dude, we're going to try to get as much information out there due to the fact that there won't be that many fans or they won't allow any fans. Yeah, man. So there's going to a lot of be a people at home that can pull up Facebook on their phone or on the computer and and get a live input because, you know, at the games, a lot is going on and you guys bring that, that to the audience live, right? Yeah, for sure, man. And, uh, you know, so that's an incredible show that you guys want to, uh, tune into 915 showcase live on Facebook via prep one and 915 showcase Facebook accounts. Check them out. Jason Flores, Joseph Vasquez, the BSN Sports, bringing it to you live, right? Yeah. There's no editing involved in that, man. And, no, man. And you guys do a great job. I'm proud of you guys, and I'm proud of that. And you got to bring back the legend segment at some point, man. Absolutely. We yeah, will, you got to sure. bring back all these players, all these ballers that built the history at these programs around El Paso, around the Sun City, man, and make it happen. And then not only that, you got to tune into your boy, Ed Stansberry, El Paso Athletic Hall of Famer on on 9 Overtime KTSM. Our show goes live at 10.15. Me, the coach, Andy Morgan, Colin Deaver, the boy. Hey, man, this is the best Friday night show in El Paso, in the region, in mm-hmm. Texas. Don't get me started on this, though, because I'll <laughs> go on and on, but catch us out. We're suited and booted on 9 Overtime KTSM and then check us yo with the coldest zone you guys are downloading and subscribing we are bringing you the content the matchups our predictions our top five matchup panel with top view be the best prep one and the coldest zone we're gonna break it down we're gonna keep a tally ain't nobody else doing this nah dog nah man michael strahan you remember that (laughs) (laughs) ain't nobody else doing this man you guys gotta tune in ed and i are gonna break down the previous week for each episode, man, it's going to be great. Man. Yeah, hey, and for those of us that get egg on our face for making the wrong prediction, for those teams that proved us wrong, hey, we're going to give them their due. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I know we ain't going to like me. it. <laughs> but, yo, this is such an exciting season, Jay. I know for you uh, and me, man, we're just excited that these players get to go out there and showcase their talents and put together a huddle account and put together their film to make it to the next level, man. We'll get into some of the things that are going on behind the scenes with the 915 Showcase, with the All-Star Game, with the draft with our draft watch list that we'll be putting out in the next couple of weeks and the 915 Showcase Combine that's probably going to be pushed back until January, right before signing day. But yo, man, $1.5, $1.9 million in scholarships, we got to make it happen. Hey, you can't beat that. Hey, and, and the Godfather has made his request. He wants to come on the coldest zone. (laughs) <laughs> and, and by Godfather, I'm talking about Rick Hernandez, executive director yes. 
My second pappy. Yes. Hey, yes. papa. <laughs> ben Yay, but we'll get it done. But thank you guys again. We're at 4,500 downloads and subscribes. A thousand new subscribers in the last seven days. Please don't keep us a secret. Tell your friends, tell your family. Let's get it. Let's go. Gia, this is the coldest zone week 11. Holla. Just don't know why my youth have become in my life so Can someone please tell me what we fight for? About to kick off your dog. Jay Brooks flip the message now. Gunmen coming like a silent sniper. Kill him on slow like the venom from a killer viper. Turn him on slow. Can someone please tell me what we fight for? About to kick off your dog. Jay Brooks flip the message now. Listen, forget to use your love for them not play. To all my boys of 45s and 80s. It seems like there's three tougher every day. But I know there's not much left to say To all the warriors who need no song To all the men who know but love the Lord For all the soldiers who ain't afraid to die Listen I'm living in the coldest zone And I just don't know why my youth have become my life To become the greatest, they too when I yard of them can't break it down up. Even if we live up by them seas, the bad world country projects and not them cities, you're fun tough. A slot to become the greatest, they too when I yard yo. Listen, forget to use to laugh, but them not play. To all my boys of 45 and they games. It seemed like there's three tough for every day. But I know there's not much left to say To all the warriors who need no song To all the men who know and love the Lord For all the soldiers who ain't afraid to die Listen I'm living in the coldest zone And I just don't know why my youth have become in my life so I just don't know why my youth have become it my life.